0: insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go.
1: Welcome everybody to activespirituality.life with Pamela Kuchnell and Susie Mazzoli and Pam's going to let us know all about the week starting Monday the 13th of March which is week 11 of this brand new year 2023 and then I will be back for our meditation what's up Pam well
0: the year is not quite as brand new as it was but if you look in terms of the spring equinox which we haven't even happened yet then as being the new year then yes we're we're I was actually
1: looking at it as Tibetan new year
0: yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. works too. So the thirteenth, we have the moon in the sign of Scorpio. And those of you who've listened to me for a while probably have realized that I don't have the animosity that some astrologers might have towards when the moon is in the sign of Scorpio. And It depends with all the travels of where the moon goes because the moon, from our perspective, moves through the sky and astrologically mirrors the emotional weather of the day. And how intense or subtle that is does depend on individual horoscope makeup. In other words, kind of your celestial D-A. So those with strong water in their horoscope or perhaps Earth may respond more deeply to when the moon moves through a water sign like the sign of Scorpio than the rest of the world. Regardless, even if we have no water in our horoscope, we may interface with people who do and or be affected when it's moving through an element that we're not really that familiar with. It's not a default for us. So when the moon is in certain signs, it basically is opening up our ability to access that. Now, this opening up for the moon in Scorpio on the 13th, Monday, is just in the wee hours. So it's really for people who are kind of night owls or on another place on the planet than Eastern Time that are feeling this juice that will go through. And if you're not awake between midnight and, let's say, 3 o'clock in the morning then this would have been a great time to let your dream landscape sort of take you where it needs to do to give you information. So the moon goes void, of course, at 2.58 a.m., and then it enters the sign of Sagittarius at 3.21 a.m., And Eastern Time people may well be sleeping through all of this. But what's happening is that we are getting some lovely seed energy that can give us information that we can then ignite. Because once the moon is in the sign of Sagittarius, we're in fire, mutable fire. Very different than that water dreamscape in which... Some of us found ourselves. So when we wake up the morning of Monday, the 13th, we can feel very energized, very charged, very um, kind of programmed almost for how we want the day to manifest. And the best way to utilize this is for those of you who listen to this recording on Sunday (laughs) before the week begins, the best way to utilize this is to have taken Sunday evening and really kind of primed yourself for what is it I want to move? What is it I want to change? What is the transformation within me that is going to bring me the good juice, jewels, Juju, wonder of uh, the next couple of days, the beginning of my week. what can i what can I expect as the anticipation of a life well-lived that I am in the process of? So Monday, In the daytime and the evening time, when the moon is in the sign of Sag, it is very, very charged to make that magic happen. The most important element of all of this is that we are willing to take responsibility for whatever needs to be done in order to have things roll out, take shape the way we intend. This is not a time for sitting on the sidelines or crossing your fingers. It's really a time for how do I put myself in the fray, no matter how minimally able I may be to make that happen. Because sometimes it's about what are your resources? Who is your team? and connecting to those people in order to let the thing roll out as it will. So on Tuesday, the 14th of March, the the moon is in the sign of Sagittarius and the outcome is still going to be dynamic and wonderful. However, (laughs) here's the however. Some of us may encounter some bumps along the road on this day. Very important in the early morning that you're alert and paying attention. Do not let let your head just kind of have you run someplace without making sure your shoes match and you have both shoes on your feet, you have money in your pocket or, or your charge card or whatever you need, gas in your car, and you are prepared for what's ahead. And Pay attention to your surroundings. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Muy, muy importante. Very, very important. And as the day unfolds, a very important element is to make sure that the lines of communication are clear, that you understand what people are saying and they understand you. Do not assume that is going to Um, throw a wrench in the works of uh, this evening or how things uh, happen through. Uh, Also, very important to once again in the evening, uh, late afternoon to make sure that you you know where you're going, that you've downloaded your maps, that you and And this can be metaphorically as much as uh, concrete information. Um, it, it's It's easy to get confused or sidelined uh, over these few hours, the eastern time, late afternoon, early evening. So the more informed you are and paying attention to where you are in space, the less likely you will get confused, misdirected, or misinformed. And overall, the way that this day can roll out or evening can roll out is, as I said, one that is brings in what it is you're aiming for. It's a really, really good afternoon, evening to make time for meditation, focus, intention, clearing out worries, things, anxiety, things that may get in your way. Really, really good for that. Uh, The the interesting piece here is with the moon and Sag, for those of us with a lot of fire or air, it it may be easier said than done. But as Susie and I speak about a lot, the, the tool you always have, at your excess is your breath. And if you can focus on and modify your breath so that you're in a more tranquil place, then that works. Now, even as I'm saying that, I am aware that there's a a gal I know with um, Asperger's syndrome. And she has informed me that when people talk to her about breath or um, regulating breath or paying attention to her breath, it makes her more anxious. So this is not really a panacea or go-to or this is the antidote you have to try. I'm not saying it works for everyone, but I do think, as I've talked to her, that if that component, because she's very, you know, she gets very focused on certain things. So breath, her bodily functions, all that stuff just kind of makes her nuts. So having been educated by her and talking with her, I realized that for some people, just thinking of bowels in the wind, or something that's more abstract, is a lot more restful. And less um, stressful than actually bringing it home to the physical body. So whatever works for you, and I know that was a tangent, but with the moon and Sag, I'm just thinking about this is knowledge that I have come to from someone else's experience, and that's a very sad reaction. It's It's kind of, okay, I have learned this, So now my go-to antidote of talking about the breath has to be looked at differently, turned over, because I realize, okay, it's not the it's not the umbrella answer for everyone. This is a lovely evening again to as you enter into the dreamscape to just trust that things can unfold as you intend, even if you don't know how. And the most important piece I will say here, because I'm looking in a beautiful moon-Venus picture in the sky as I'm talking about what's happening this evening, is it is a reminder that... Every child born on the earth, every living creature deserves security and a sense of well-being and a sense of having their needs met. And so that's the energy that infuses this evening. And so let it infuse your unconscious so that the next morning when you wake up, there's this sense of trust and well-being that basically informs your day. So the moon is void, of course, in the sign of Sagittarius in the early hours. It actually goes void at 4.50 a.m. on the 15th. And it enters the sign of Capricorn at 8.06 a.m. Eastern Time. So once this happens, we are really charged with mandates. Because the Moon in Camp, uh, Capricorn likes to get things done, and if we don't get things done, if we feel as though we're being thwarted, it can be um, it can be offputting, it can be uh, depressing, it can be demoralizing. So, um, the piece that I think is very valuable over the next couple of days, especially charged on the 16th but we can set up for it on the 15th is that sense of okay if something feels too big or too insurmountable or there's no way I can reach that pinnacle over the next couple of days what's a small step I can take in that direction and the small steps depending on where we are can be I'm going to clear the decks. I'm going to set things up. I'm going to reach out to the contacts who said they were on board to this. Or it may be a smaller step because maybe we're healing from something and we don't have the physical energy with us. So the small step may be okay, I'm going to tackle this little task and I'm going to rest and I'm going to do the things that uh, allow my body to go through the healing process. And it will be magnified exponentially over these couple of days because they're very enriching days, but they're days that ask us, what can we do to the best of our ability in this present time to get us poised towards the direction that we want to achieve. And some of us may see real leaps occur, but it depends where we are in the process. So overall, the 15th is a good day for application and focus. And also, I'll say it again, excellent, excellent day for, especially in the early evening, for meditating, for focusing on, the bigger dream, the the bigger creative process. And the 16th, Thursday, we wake up. The moon is in the sign of Capricorn. The most important piece about this morning is that you have a lean to-do list, the things that you have planned, that you need to make happen. Make sure those are prominent and get done on this day You may have a lot of things that you want to do and, honestly, that you may be able to accomplish. But the most important thing is to know and select early on in that day what the priorities are. If the priorities get done, then you may find that you have time and extra energy or finance to do the other things that you want to do as well. Once we get to 10.17 a.m. Eastern Time, we are in a really nice window of productivity for practical matters. This is a great time to do, get done the things that you want to make happen. The, the piece that must be noted is that there are two pictures in the sky that can show um, friction in uh, uh, conversations that can lead to debates or arguments at their extreme, or actual verbal conflicts. So we want to avoid that. <laughs> you want to avoid things like the blame game or pointing fingers or things that are going to get you in a hole. Because the overall thrust of this day should be high creative, uh, high productivity unless we kind of get lost in the weeds with um, miscommunication and arguments. On the 17th has the moon going void, of course, at 10.14 a.m. So it's really great to get do that final morning push of things that you want to get off your desk and get in motion. But when it goes into Aquarius at 10.25 a.m., That also sets up very good energy into the weekend for getting things done, especially in any area that has to do with networking, the ways groups come together, computer things, really, really excellent for that. I do wanna note that there's a picture in the sky in the late morning that uh, may be a little difficult for some of us, especially those who have Venus-Moon challenges in their horoscope, where we can feel that we're not getting the support or the we don't have the resources that we really need and deserve, uh, recognize this as a transit, it will pass, and it actually passes quickly, and whatever it is that it's kind of having you notice it can be something that is good to bring to your attention because Sometimes we need to know to ask for help, to that it's time to ask for more money, that uh, with a job or something, or look for something else where we are more appreciated. Not necessarily the time to take action but a good time to note if these are feelings that are chronically coming up and how we might address them to feel like we are taking better care of ourselves and honoring who we are here to be. As the day proceeds, it does give us opportunity to make connections with people who offer support, um, maybe resources to find our ways to better income streams. Uh, again, it depends on your horoscope how well this is manifesting, but it it sometimes is an indication of, oh, okay, maybe it's time to do a job search or it's time to look for extra resources or I'm working with this nonprofit or this charity or this volunteer group. Maybe it's a time to reach out to certain businesses or places that might be willing to give more or offer help in some way. Saturday the 18th, uh, the moon is also in the sign of Aquarius. In the morning, it's a good time, once again, to pay attention to your surroundings. Make sure you know where you are in space uh, because some of us may be moving faster than our body really wants to move. So we want to pay attention to that. And overall, especially when we get to the afternoon, this is a dynamite day for inspiration, insight, uh, conversations that just spark ideas, rich, rich, rich for all of that. And for, like, mining the soil to find the resources, the gold, the wealth in darkness. Sometimes we we feel stuck or we we can't quite access what it is that's blocking us or in our way, but this afternoon evening looks fabulous for giving some of us great insight or inspiration. Absolute creative downloads. On Sunday, the moon goes void, of course, at 6.33 a.m. And it's void for several hours. So when the moon is void, of course, we don't really want to start anything new. It's better to... Um, organize, work on things already in motion, not, you know, not start out on a totally new venture. But once it enters the sign of Pisces at 11:12 a.m., now we're in a really nice creative experience. And also we're heading towards that dark of moon period because the new moon happens early next week. So with that in mind I see this as a really really wonderful day juicy to delve into ideas things you want to like you you want to know better things you want to complete And wonderful to just listen to music, expose yourself to art, visual arts, um, dance, theater. It's just a, a yummy day for tapping into the universal unconscious and the expansive creativity that we always have access to. We just forget that. So now I turn it over to Susie. Oh, boy, and let's
1: tap into that. <laughs> yummy, let's yummy. tap into all of that, right? Um, I think of it more as being inside all of us rather than outside all of us so that it's like, um, well, there's really no boundaries, yeah? We, we are the universe.
2: Mm, very yeah. good. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so let's have a universal meditation. Thanks, Pam. I ask everyone just to take a seat, 10 minutes, contemplation,
2: meditation, a bit of energy work, and just allow yourself to be present. And as we do, let's really think about
1: what it is that is this me like when we think about ourselves when we think about this is me this is my life this is my body we we really do experience a very black and white boundary between ourselves and everything outside of ourselves we think of the body the physical body usually as being the actual 3D boundary but many of you will know from doing any type of energy work or just being sensitive or just being actually human you know that we have an energy field that reaches out quite far from our body which is that electromagnetic energy field just like the earth has it and plants have it and animals have it and And even rocks have this electromagnetic field that reaches out from what we see as that physical boundary. So just for a few moments, as you take a few deeper breaths, just become aware of the boundary of the physical body. So where your fingers end, where your head ends, where your nose ends in space where your belly ends, where your legs end. Just become aware of your physicality, and most of us need to know our physicality daily as we move around. This is something that we're quite aware of. But then just tap into what you think is the energy field boundary.
2: Like is it a couple of inches? off your body, or does your energy field like it reaches out further, maybe one or two feet, maybe even three feet? Maybe your energy field fills up the room that you're sitting in right now. And just start to tap into that a little bit. It might take a little bit of a different muscle. It might take a little bit of a a different perception on your part. But just start to notice, what am I projecting?
1: What is my energy field and how far does it go? And some of you might have experienced being in the presence of some extraordinary spiritual teachers, some real spiritual masters who, who are egoless, who are
2: simply loving compassion, and their ego field can fill up a
1: very large auditorium, a very large space, and maybe... If we measured it, it could reach across a, a football field. And there have done experiments where they have literally measured the energy field of a human heart. And not just the great spiritual masters, but some regular human beings actually do have the ability to have a very extensive expanding energy field coming actually from their heart center. So let that be each and every one of us. Let's all become very aware of not what am I getting? What love am I getting? What am I receiving? What do I deserve? Me, 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 me. Let's turn that completely around the other way. Instead of being this this needy absorbent sponge, Let's become the beacon, the lighthouse, that regardless of the conditions, regardless of the situation, regardless of what our personal state is, let us be this continuous beacon like you've seen the lighthouse on the edge of the cliff just spinning day and night constant continuous something very dependable always putting out the light always sending out the light and let's think of ourselves now that we are like that lighthouse and we are sending from our heart center as far as just imagine like a huge
2: giant distance that you are capable of doing this, and you are doing it, and visualize that you are sending unconditional love, compassion, peace, in this circle around your body. And hey, if we can visualize it, let's do it. Let's do it like a ball, not just around us in a circle,
1: but around us completely in a sphere. So that we are sending this above our head, below our feet. We're sending it to the Mother Earth, deep into the earth. We're sending it up into the sky, up into the celestials, up to
2: all of our sky brothers and sisters. and visualise that you are able now
1: to keep this constantly going. It's on the back burner, so
2: to speak. It's always happening. Your intention, your motivation, let's say your mission is to be this continuous spinning. Sending out unconditional love, peace, compassion to all beings everywhere. And we
1: do this without any expectations. We do this without any expectation of being better, of feeling better, that, oh, well, I'm so good, I do this all day long, no kind of, like,
2: um, hierarchy, no kind of spiritual materialism with it. And as we're doing it, there's
1: no expectation either that because I am doing this, I will actually just feel better. No expectation that I will receive not even one single little ounce
2: of this compassion or love back. So no expectation of return. And if we are strong and if we can hold this powerful intention, if we can do this, it will help us grow. It will help us
1: to be non-judgmental. It will help us to be
2: more generous. It will help us really in the long run to be happier people.
1: But we're not doing it so that we will be happy. We're doing it so that others will be happy. In this world where everybody is so self-absorbed oh it's me time I need my me time I need my this time I need my this 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 what happens when we start to think more about everybody else
2: what happens when we can be more selfless we will grow as spiritual beings and others will feel the energy And we will be able to help others in that way. And
1: as we feel that expansion of our heart energy now, we're taking a few deeper breaths, gently opening our eyes. And we just keep on doing it. Thank you so much, Pam. See you all next week, everyone, and love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell
0: of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again
2: for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.